Welcome to Oversharing with the Overbees. I'm Joe. And I'm Matt. And each week you can tune in to hear us respond to your voicemails, go in depth on our lives as content creators, and hopefully leave you feeling even better than we found you. With that being said, let's get to Oversharing. You know, guys, today Matt is feeling substantially better than when we recorded for I'm last 100% week. 100% less hungover than yeah. our last episode, which is big. I think that's the only hungover episode you've ever had. Like really? Yeah. Yeah. In probably, a year and a half? Probably truly hungover. The only one. Well, there, there's probably been other times where I was hungover. Well, not really. There's not been very I was many about to say. Hungover. I'm just I, saying we probably wouldn't have recorded. To me, this is interesting because I thought I was celebrating you <laughs> and giving you a compliment, kind I of. Refuse. And you're like, no, I'm actually a piece of garbage. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. That's because I refuse to take a compliment. Well, and I don't know never that it have, was necessarily like a sharp compliment, but <laughs> I just, we've been doing the podcast for a year and a half. Yeah. I don't, I've never really, I haven't been hung over as an adult really. Yeah. We've been doing it for a year and a half. I and you say that as though like, it's impressive. I haven't been hung over on it. I know. I guess we have kids. Yeah, some we people, don't get out much. Some people have matured past hangovers. You think? Well, I mean, some people, yeah, some people don't drink, so... Do like, you think more people don't drink than not? No, I don't know. That's a tough question. We should do a survey. Survey says. I don't know if that's a very accurate survey. I never survey. know. I may have talked about this before, but I never know what to like uh, qualify myself as when people ask me if I drink. Because the answer is yeah. really, for all intents and purposes, that people would be asking me if I drink, the answer is no. Yeah, it's a it's a rarely situation. And, uh, but I feel bad saying, no, I don't. Cause it would feel like a lie. Yeah. Cause every now and again. Well, you're not against it really. It yeah, just, but it's I a don't net think negative when for you. When you say generally. you don't do something, that doesn't mean you're against it. Yeah. But you're not like you, like you're not, you're, do you when go I say skiing? You don't, no, I don't. I'm not yes. anti-skiing. Yes. Just, it seems to be usually with drinking. It's like at all. Like, do you drink at all? Right. Is almost more the context. I know. So it's not that you don't drink at all, but you don't drink often. It's just kind of a hard question for me to answer. I don't yeah. know. You're not an active drinker by any means. No. I'm no. barely an active drinker. Yeah. Really purely socially. And we don't get out much. No, no. It's socially limited, so. Socially inept. <laughs> Two kids, two kids. That's our excuse. I don't think that's a very good excuse. Uh, what's good what's our updates? What's our updates for the week? Anything oh, big? Not really. We had well, a ton I mean, of snow. Yeah, the snow's still around. It's going away though. Yeah. Uh, Childcare's back. Yeah, I mean, that's really the biggest change. Honestly, that is the biggest change is, in our lives. Like it's it's working time. It's so good. Yeah. I feel so privileged that we have the ability to pay for childcare like in our home yes. and have our kids so close. But holy cannoli, five weeks of no childcare was uh It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And we're not again, we're not the best uh child carers. Anybody that says they're a work from home parent with a child under the age of five, I don't believe you. Like doing, yeah, doing both at the same time. Well, to I me, that just you. means you. I like, shouldn't say that. No, absolutely. I believe that they're doing it, but they have to just feel bad all the time. Yeah, because they have to feel like they're not doing the parenting enough, and they have to feel like they're not doing the job enough. You would think because the last five weeks, I have just felt at all times like I'm a bad parent and <laughs> a bad uh, employee. Yeah, both. And you're self-employed, so that's the boss is tough. Yeah, I feel like a bad employee a lot. <laughs> But, you know. I do too, but, yeah. What's same, up with that? When you worked, uh, corp, like, your your gig, your nine to five, did uh-huh. you feel like a bad employee ever? No. I mean, maybe were, not never, but. You were kicking butt? No, I was, I was very much, I delivered what was expected to be delivered from me. Yeah. For the most, uh, again, for the most part on time. You could talk to my managers, but I was, I was pretty consistently reviewed well. Should we start doing uh, employee reviews? Employee reviews for like each are we other, doing each other or yeah. ourselves. Do you think that would be helpful? I, I guess would, we could do both. I think I would actually love that. Like a self review. Yeah, self review, and we review each other, and then we meet once a month. That's spoken once a like quarter. that's spoken like somebody who hasn't done a lot of employee reviews. But uh, what do you mean? Sure. How, yeah, so? how many employee reviews have you been a part None. of? Well, no, that's not true. That's not true. I when I worked in marketing, 
Yeah. I did had, you, you did a review? Yeah, I did two. Two reviews. Wow. She's a, a professional. Yearly. Yeah. Two annual reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not usually a fun process. Not, not even if like going bad or poorly, just usually there's, you have to take time away from work to write your reviews and then your manager writes your review and then you all have to sit down. But don't you feel like because you know your review is coming, you, that holds you accountable? Do you I think d- reviews are useless? Felt, no, no, not at all. But I don't know that I, I don't know that my review is what held me accountable usually. What held you like accountable? Like if you're only being held accountable once a year, that's not a very good uh, okay. system. What held you accountable? Like the regular managing of your manager, just the regular communicated expectations and, you know. You heard it here first. <laughs> the managing of his manager. That's the job <laughs> as a manager. Yeah. Okay. You're there to. So you don't want to do uh, no, quarterly reviews. Again, we have a much more streamlined to me, it sounded so like fun, and I was excited yeah. about it. And you immediately just said, "No, you're you know wrong." I'm a little, little cautious of fun. And then you tried to make me feel small by dismissing my work experience, yeah, and telling me that I am a wee little unemployed I like, mouse. I like instead of small, pathetic. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> a pathetic little. Yeah. Uh, am small I, is a little is demeaning to like small things. Okay. I th- I want it to be. Pathetic. Straight up derogatory. Okay. But just, yeah. You know what? You tell me exactly what you meant. Go for it. <laughs> I you did. meant. I did. No, it I was... know, but I want to hear the whole, oh, the whole thing. Yeah. Your work was pathetic and it didn't count and it should never count. <laughs> Perfect. And you should just stop talking about it. I feel really motivated real. now. Good. Thank right. you. For... That's your review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. You've never really... had a real job. You never will we'll have, have a real, real job. job. I mean, You're I don't not hate capable. The, I don't hate the second half of that yeah. sentence. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I feel yeah, like... Yeah, you can make ends meet and never do that. I've That's... been having a lot of moments lately where I've considered, should I apply for a nine to five? I can barely imagine you in a nine to five. Really? Like a true nine to five? The where... pros of a nine to five just sound really nice recently. Yeah. yeah you're, you're craving stability and you're craving someone else, uh, I think, running I'm the show for a little bit. I'm craving someone and... else being in charge. Yeah. Yeah. You're not loving leadership at the moment i've been craving i don't know just a uh, routine sitting back someone telling you what to do i don't know if it's sitting back i like i miss working on a team like yeah. i miss working with people that's true and you are my team and you're not like the teamiest team yeah i'm not the even in a team i'm a very much like let's everybody get their part done and Bring it together. And not talk to each other until everybody's done. Talk to each other for what you need. Right. But like not just sit and hang and talk while we do our stuff. But it's not even like I'm discourse. Like, it's not like unrelated discourse. You don't even want to talk about things related to the job. I will. And, if unless, like we need, if we need right. like if questions answered. If it's utmost like necessary not. to you. <laughs> no. If it's necessary for somebody else, I'll talk to them. If somebody has a question they need answered, I will answer questions. Okay. I will help I will help people accomplish goals. I'm a team player. You haven't seen me in a true team environment. <laughs> right. Just on my team. <laughs> you know, my team doesn't Two qualify. Two-man team's uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's funny. Yeah. So what's your plan for when the snow ends? What's the first thing you're going to do when there's no snow? Are you excited for the snow to go away? I, the snow's not really affecting you. No, no. I feel like I haven't been outside. But I think that's you problem. Oh, well. I haven't walked down to get the mail though because I don't want to put my snow boots on. Yeah, I mean, for several days the mail didn't come. Really? Pretty sure. I didn't know that that happened. I think it's been bad enough that certain areas. The roads have not were been pretty nasty served. the last couple of days, but today they're much more normal. Yeah, that we've had enough melting that we're all good down the. Uh, at the end of this week, it's supposed to be like warm. Warm? What's warm? Like in the 50s. Oh, wow. That's going to be nice. Crispy. <laughs> crispy. Crispy usually means cold, but you're using it the other way. That's fun. <laughs> oh, well. But, I'm not very bright. But, you know, you're a you're a hard worker. I was thinking like the sunshine. The sunshine? Crispy. It's a crispy sunshine. Yeah. Why is cold, I like guess, it's crisp. crisp. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's making sense now. 
No. <laughs> okay. It's not. Because, like, things get crispy when they get hot. Yeah. Things get crispy when they freeze. Yeah, so why can't I use it for both? I guess you can, but you're going to confuse a lot of people. Well, you can use words how you want to use them, but they may not be understood. That's, I mean... I remember the first time my mom told me that. that really? Yeah, I do. Oh. I've never been good at the English language, and sometimes I would use words in a way that I thought that they meant what I meant, but they didn't. In the way you liked. It's That's not, funny. It's not about preference. Like It's not like yeah. I liked it. It's just, I really, <laughs> I keep going back to the same thing I've said over and over again. I just think that my, I don't, I have some language processing issue. Oh. I really do. Well, I'm not trying to call you out. I just... I, I wasn't... I'm, again, I'm welcoming you to use the I words however you want. I don't personally offended. Yeah. I, uh, but I just remember the first time. Like, I remember where I was. I, we were talking about satellites. Mm. And for some reason, I called it a pilot. <laughs> I don't know why. But okay. I, like, for some reason, I was dead set that that's what it was called. Huh. Um, well, maybe you thought it was like a plane or a spaceship. A satellite? Yeah, maybe you thought like there was somebody in there driving it. No? I think we're thinking of different kinds of satellites. I'm talking oh, about like, like a satellite dish. Oh, on, on the house. Got yeah. it. I was thinking in the sky. I was like, oh, no, that's not that wild. Yeah. No, I was talking about like satellites mm. that, you know. Yeah, a satellite dish. Yeah. On, like a house or and whatever. And for some reason, I have no idea where I got what I got. Mm. And my mom got really irritated with me. Oh. Yeah, which my mom never gets irritated, but I, that's particularly memorable. We were driving down Blackman Road in Springfield, Missouri. Wow. And you really do. This is Yeah, a, I remember it. It's a core memory. And I, I think I was like 11 or 12, and she was like, yeah, you have to use the words <laughs> that people have assigned <laughs> to things in order for people to understand what you're talking about. Well, see, I'm actually going the other way. I think you can use whatever you want, but... But you can't expect people to understand you. No, that's unreasonable, <laughs> but... I don't just, remember being frustrated. I remember being embarrassed yeah, that yeah. I had the... I, that's happened to me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I live in a um, house where it is ruthless. Ruth. <laughs> like this week, I... My whole life... And I'm probably just wrong. Like I probably heard it wrong once and then just never recovered. But I've always thought it was a handle of bananas. <laughs> and as Matt just responded... That's exactly how he responded, followed by making sure I knew over and over again how stupid I was. Okay, okay, okay. I think we're slightly overstating how embarrassed you felt and how embarrassed I made you feel. I think that gets conflated. I didn't say you made me feel embarrassed. You made, I, I made you feel stupid. No, you told me I was stupid. Told you I was stupid. <laughs> I don't think God. you actually did. I was going to say that I, that has almost never happened. No, I felt embarrassed and stupid. And so I internalized everything you said and it made me feel like, like my own stuff, not you Yes, made me feel like you were telling me I was stupid yeah. because you decided to take the moment to really like land some jokes how many how many jokes did I do? About three. Three jokes. <laughs> yeah. We were on the phone with your parents and your mom kept trying to make me feel better and you just kept landing um, on you. And, and it, mm. it, if it would have been like your brother that did it or yeah. somebody else, it would have been really funny. Oh, whoa. But because it was me, um, I think everybody just felt that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Like what you were I, saying I thought you was meant funny. making the jokes. If my brother was making the jokes, it would have been funny. I was like, whoa. Oh, no, 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 no. Ouch. Like if it would have been your brother who like messed said the word up bananas, because yes. like we know Braden's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like we know You're like, also smart, okay. but, but your brother's like a different level of like, it's a different kind of thing. Like he's it's very, not, he's that, very word smart. For it's sure. not that we feel bad for me in the thought process that I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. It's that we feel bad because we know that I'm like, very embarrassed and like we're aware of Joe's sensitive. strengths and weaknesses in the language department. Yeah, and we understand Joe's sensitive. Whereas I wouldn't mm. consider your brother sensitive. If anything, if your brother called it a handle of bananas, he'd probably come with facts as to why he called oh. it that. Like originally, yeah, they were handles of bananas, and right, it's actually the correct term, right. For Which it's not. No. It's a hand of no, bananas. No, it's a hand of bananas, if people don't know that. Yeah. Probably should have clarified that a little earlier, but... Probably. Yeah. Word of the week, hand. 
but and, not the yeah appendage. just like ferret yeah there's different different things it can mean can there be a hand of other things or is it only bananas i only know of a hand of bananas okay but um yeah there could be handles of other things that's usually how a what is it a leader Liter of alcohol is a hand. Well, I know there's a handle a, of a alcohol, handle. yeah. But is it a handle just because it's a thing with a handle? Well, a lot of times they have a handle. I don't think they have to though. Could just be a big bottle. Okay. But maybe that's where I got confused. A handle of alcohol, yeah, and a hand of bananas. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, they go hand in hand. Do they? No. They go hand in handle. Yeah, hand in handle. There it is. <laughs> hand in handle, the title of the episode. Oh, well, on that note, okay, today I'm kind of excited because instead of hitting emails and all of that for uh, our topic, we're doing would you rather questions. All right. <laughs> and I'm kind of stoked about it. So there are 25 of them, so we have to be kind of speedy. Oh, not, okay. Not like crazy, like don't two three word answers i I know what matt's about to do after (laughs) i said that we're gonna be done in like three minutes yes no Uh, exactly would you rather be able to detect any lie you hear or get away with any lie you tell Mm. probably get away with any lie you tell because just knowing that it's a lie if you can't prove it's a lie is that as useful Yeah, I think I would go with detect any lie you hear. Ooh, together we're a powerhouse. Not because it's the better choice. I think that get away with any lie you tell is a better choice, but I'm not a good liar. Not in the sense of... This could be a good thing for you People don't believe me, but like I'm not a good liar in the sense of I think that it would just hurt me. Ah, yes. It would probably be much more detrimental to you as a person. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you just get so callous to it. That doesn't seem like a good thing. It seems no. like you're turning into a bad person. No, so... You might be right on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with detect <laughs> any lie I hear. That would... I mean, that has a lot of applications, I think sure. both are exhausting. Yeah, yeah. It could be... Sometimes you need those lies. That's not the kind of power I want, you know? No. No, you want to fly. I want to fly. Yeah. Would you rather get with your boss to get promoted or give up the promotion? Get with your boss. I'd get with my boss. <laughs> I'm all right with that. <laughs> um, I I've never I I've never had a boss that I would get with. I guess yeah. I would give up the promotion. Yeah, I mean, I, I in all real circumstances, I would probably give up the promotion. I don't. It's an uncomfortable question. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> Number like two that on one. Would you rather is just a a moral quandary. It's a circumstance a lot of people are in sometimes. So I don't, I don't like that one. Yeah, we may not end up doing 25 because some of these are really good and some of them are not. Okay. Okay. Would you rather have too many friends or too few? Uh, too many. Uh, too few. Too few? Like you, that means you don't have enough. <laughs> I'm not struggling with that. To me, that's like, I understand that too many friends is an issue. And like you want close friends. And so having too many, not, uh, like too many surface friends is not ideal. But the question on its face is too many friends or too few. And having too many means you have to like juggle your time or whatever. And I end up just trying to do all of it. And too few means you're lonely and sad. I mean, I don't know that I agree because too few isn't none. And I think it gives you the opportunity to focus on yourself and learn to manage your time and solidify like who you are. Okay. I think people are necessary and I think relationships are necessary, but I think when you have too many people like that you're trying to keep up with, it really has a negative impact. Like you don't get to grow into yourself at all. Yeah. Okay. So look at us just taking the opposite sides. (laughs) We're weighing everything out. That doesn't surprise me. No. I bet we'll go opposite Not a lot. Okay. Would you rather have no taste buds or be colorblind? No taste buds. For sure, no taste buds. Yeah, I think no taste buds for me yeah. too. Like no taste buds. I don't know. I'm not that big of a food person anyway. I My relationship am. with food is not great. But... I can't imagine, like, being colorblind makes me sad. 
Really? I mean, most people, I think, with colorblindness deal with it just fine. Wait, can I... Like, you wouldn't know the difference, I guess. But I, but it's becoming... I'm imagining that it's starting now. Right now? Yeah. Oh, you would lose color. Right, and you would yeah. lose flavor. Yeah. I suppose, and being not born colorblind, I'm sure... I'm guessing that happens. I don't know. Yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised buds. to hear you say no taste buds. Why is that? Because I feel like colorblind doesn't change that much of your experiences. Uh, yeah. But I guess if you like TV. Yeah. I mean, again, a lot of it, it's a lot of times it's like you can't distinguish between colors, like which way they go and stuff, but it's not that they look all exactly the same. It's not like a blindness, blindness. I think I'd still go taste buds though. Hmm. Taste buds have led me astray too many times. Yeah, that's what I would go. Would you rather never hear music again or lose the ability to read? Oh, shit. I mean, oh, the man, the ability to read? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think I need it, generally. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to keep the ability to read. There's just too much in life that if I can't read, it's going to cause problems. Yeah, I, I think that question's supposed to be like... For pleasure? Yeah. Because can you imagine just like, <laughs> like... You all of a sudden are in a foreign land and it's, you know, the language you speak, but you can't read it. Yeah, that'd, yeah, be, that'd be really brutal. hard. Yeah. I or guess, you'd have to hire somebody to read everything I guess to you. never hear music again, but... Yeah, we could, we could treat the question as it's probably intended, which is for pleasure, in which case I would keep music. Yeah, I think I'm kind of, I'd go there too. Could I listen to books for pleasure if Ooh, I... loophole. I know. Loophole, maybe. As Probably as, not, but maybe. Oh, well... Oh, okay. You're going audiobooks only? Fine, yeah. we'll allow it. That's a good loophole. Well, and Expertly lawyered. I was gonna, when you were saying the ability, I was like, well, that's fine, I'll just listen to audiobooks. But then when you pointed out that I won't be able to like... You can't read nutrition read facts on your can. or nutrition <laughs> facts or literally anything. Signs. Yeah. yeah. My speed. Like, yeah. How much can't you read? Like, I know. Yeah. I think numbers, surely you can still maintain numbers, right? I don't know. I don't like know. you lose numbers all of a sudden you're just, yeah, that would be severe, severe issue. Would you rather be the richest person in the world or the smartest? Richest. For sure. For sure. For sure. I don't want to be the smartest person in the world. No, that's that a problem. Horrible. That's exhausting. Like, I prefer to be naive and a little bit stupid. I mean, it's two of the smartest people already in the world. Oh, shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No. But like knowing more things isn't isn't great. The only the only way I could see it being good is like if you used that to cure cancer and do lots of things. That would be cool. Sure. I can see it that but like, way. But I'd rather be the richest and use my money to do those same to things. To fund the smartest person in the yeah, world. Yeah. I, I'd rather fund them than be them. Yeah, absolutely. You get to have fun and you fund somebody who is going to cure cancer. Yeah, being richest is definitely the right answer. In every, like, I. Knowing okay. more things is honestly just a great way to be less. If you're listening to this yeah. and you're going smartest, can you please tell me why? Because yeah, shoot us an email, voicemail. Tell us why smartest is the best. Because I can't, like, can't. There's no, nothing there for me. Because if you're going to tell me you can be the smartest, so you can make a bunch of money, you can just shortcut that, go straight to the money, right? And have less awareness of all the problems in the world. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being <laughs> not, naive not is actually. underrated, guys. Yeah. People who are naive typically happier. Very that's much a fact. so. Yeah. Okay, would you rather sound like Jar Jar Bings for the rest of your life or Siri? Siri? Siri's got a great voice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think of how Jar Jar Binks sounds right now. It's like Misa. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> you just sounded more like Mickey Mouse. Then you were like, Misa, Musa. Yeah. Uh, okay, what are you yeah, going with? I guess Siri. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think Siri's voice is going to get better and better. Jar Jar Binks sounds unhinged. Okay, like, wait. You, you're so gonna go to a conference. In your and version speak. of Siri, like Siri, you get to like <laughs> you get to advance with Siri as her voice continues. That's to probably improve. not allowed, but uh, even now, Siri speaks just fine. I would pick like male Australian Siri, and okay, yeah, that would be you. Oh, 
for not me. For I was myself. like, that's a weird choice for you. But I mean, <laughs> maybe I don't if know if that's what you want to do. I support. I you. would definitely pick not um, American accent Siri. That's a fun twist. Yeah. Because then at least people like living in the United States, at least people would just think they're like, it's your second language. And so that's why it's a little broken up. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have to pronounce all the words like Siri pronounces them? Like when she says names or when they read Instagram handles to you? Because that, that kills mean? me every time. Tell me more. Uh, so if you post Instagram and then I have for some reason Siri reading me announcements mm-hmm. or my notifications, so you'll be like, Joe Johnson, everybody. Like, that's not like Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> that's a little Jar Jar Banks, but like, do you have to read like Siri, like everything you do? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You pronounce everything like not correctly, but how it's spelled. Yeah. Still would rather go Siri, but it's, it's food for thought. Okay. Um, okay. Would you rather age from the neck up or the neck down only? <laughs> The neck up or the neck down? So would you rather use your body or have a great looking face on? I'd rather age only from the neck up. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I it's think. It's not about yeah, appearance. I mean, it's no, about function. For the function of your body. Wait, pause. Yeah. But would it, if you went neck up, does that mean your brain's not aging? So then. Oh, good question. Good question. Ooh. You stay sharp. Again, staying sharp's overrated. Yeah, I agree. I want my body to stay like. Rocking. Strong. It's not yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, I just want to have like wrinkles and then just have like be a hot old person, the hottest bod <laughs> of any ninety-year-old yeah. on the block. Yeah. Well, you can you can you know work to. There's plastic surgery for your face. I don't. But there's not plastic surgery to make your body function again. I don't want plastic surgery. I don't either. But I'm just saying, if that's like a need for you, I watched a TikTok talking about this week about how, like this generation has had like more plastic, sur- like plastic surgeries become more and more normalized. And yeah. so the younger, like the small children looking up to it are not going to see as many naturally aging people and how that's going to impact like our beauty standards and stuff. Yeah. And it kind of made me like triple down that I don't want to do anything. Cause I'm like, I'm just going to be the person that looks old. Everybody else is going <laughs> to be looking young and I'm going to look old and that's okay. Everyone else is going to age from the neck down. You're going to age from the neck up. Yeah. I'll just hit the gym really hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Would you rather have a million dollars now or $5,000 a week for the rest of your life? I mean, I think the answer is a million dollars now. Yeah, totally. That's a compound interest question right there. No, this is like the most obvious answer in all the land. Yeah. But, I mean, what's $5,000 a week total out to? $250,000. Yeah, two fifty dollars a year. Hmm. And so it takes you four years to get to a million. Yeah, yeah. But if you pocket it. Yeah, maybe there's a tipping point here with. I, there's no way. You don't think there's a, there's a crossover? A million dollars now? Like, we, we're too young yeah, we are too young. Like, it, it doesn't make yeah. sense to do it any other way. Yeah. Because it only takes you four years to get to that million dollars. It's like if you invest that million dollars right now at 10% return, you're looking at what? I'm like trying to one, do it in one, my head. Maybe one, two, two million five, yeah. dollars at the end of four years? No, but it's like one, one five, one six. Okay. So one six, let's say. Maybe not say. quite that, but yeah. But. Okay, so let's say it's one. Okay, actually, let's do it like this. What do you have at the end of eight years? Let's do years? it like this. Let's put, put it in a calculator. <laughs> okay, but every, let's say it doubles in eight, seven years, whatever. So seven years, $2 million. But in seven years, you've made 1.75 off your $5,000 a week. Yeah. So you're coming for that so quick of mm-hmm. like being ahead in yeah. two years. Like you can't keep up. Yeah. So. That's my definitely $5,000 no, yeah, a week. It is a, it's a compound interest question. And then, yeah. Unless you only have eight years to live. Yeah. It, again, l- let's go compound interest here. That's so many dollars. Yeah. Would you rather see the world but live in poverty or stay in one place and live rich? See the world, live in poverty, stay in one place, be rich. Hmm. That's hard. 
I don't want to live in poverty. Yeah. Like, I think I would feel differently if it said, like... Modestly. Yeah. But the idea of living in poverty means you're, like, to me, means your needs aren't being met. Yeah. So even if I get to see the world, I'm not going to get to enjoy it because I'm going to be under the stressors of my needs not being met. Especially in a capitalist society, that would be an issue. Right. Being being rich in a capitalist society affords you a lot of privileges that... Poverty does not. I'd, in theory, rather see the world than stay in one place. But yes. Yeah. But I think realistically. That's a really good one. Yeah. But like if you're going to have a family, if you're going right. to, yeah, I think you got to go one spot. Uh, would you rather become a creative person or a technical person? Ooh. Creative. I think creative person. I was going to go technical. Hmm. See, that's, that's our, uh. I feel polarized. like you are creative. Sure. But you'd rather like really lean in on it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not well in touch with my creativity at the moment. Yeah. And I'd like to get that back. Ooh, fun yeah. goal. I like that. What are you yeah. doing? Are you doing anything actively to... Oh, I want to start drawing again. Okay. I think I should do that. I think that's awesome. Are you going to draw like with pen and paper? Uh, probably. I don't know. I drew on your iPad the other day and that was fun. I saw that. It was a sad picture. Did you just like, was that just out of your head? It was just out of my head. Oh, it's a sad picture in there it, sometimes. It was sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't ask further that day you did it. I should have. No, it's fine. Sometimes, I mean, it's a good outlet sometimes. Yeah. Should we get you like a cool drawing pad or something? Mm. I don't know. No? I don't okay. know. I can also just draw on paper. Like it's very, very doable. Right. Yeah. That's cool. When you mean drawing pad, you mean like a paper pad? Yeah. I guess I was thinking like a drawing tablet for a computer. Again, this is technical. The no, technical I side didn't there. mean a... Um, yeah, like I a, meant like literally... Like a Wacom drawing tablet for <laughs> the computer. Then I'm like, I don't... If we're going to do that, I'll just get another iPad, I guess. No, I really meant just a pad of paper. And then yeah. you were like, I can draw on paper. It's okay. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's what I meant, but... I realized that once you made a face at me like... <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I totally, thought you meant man. like, no, I can draw on printer paper. And I'm like, okay, that's fine too. Yeah. 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 I do. I would like to be back in practice before I get like really serious with materials and stuff. Are you going to like do a cartoon strip or something? <laughs> I can't wait. I love the idea that that's what my drawing becomes is cartooning. Think about how fun that would be if every morning the kids came out for breakfast and you had drawn them a new cartoon. I'd animated a. That, that's some real doing. Like, like, that's a lot. I know, but that's some cool dad shit. I mean, that would be, but are they having breakfast at 1230? Because I think it's going to take some do time. do it the evening before. Okay, okay. Every night I'm doing a new cartoon. Yeah. That's a lot of creativity. Yeah. That's... You could do it once. You could do it like Mondays. I might as well put that in a book. Like, you could like do that to start the week. Sure. Okay. So like... In September, you know that they were doing back to school, so you did a cartoon all of I don't know. Okay. okay. I'm full of all kinds Maybe of ideas. Maybe more like a character artist. That, like, oh, that's what you were thinking? Well, I'm just saying, coming up with an original cartoon every single day. What do you mean original? Should I be ripping off cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought, like, I thought you were developing characters and then like uh-huh. telling a story with those same characters That'd be every an original week. cartoon. Okay. That like that's like a Kelvin and Hobbes. Right. Am I just am I I'm just gonna write okay. You got don't it. have yeah. to do anything, Matt. I'm not suggesting this You're is freaking a task me out. I'm getting worried. Have to do. See, this is the problem. I go too far in my plans and then I'm like, well, that's exhausting. I can't do that. And then I don't do anything. <laughs> you don't have to do any of that. I was just thinking of ways that you could incorporate just drawing. Saying, you want to know how my brain freaks out. This is how it happens. Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness, I have to do a new cartoon every single day. You don't. No, yeah, I know I don't. don't. <laughs> but this is how it works for me. And the problem is my brain works the opposite way. And the more you, get you tell me. by all yeah. the things you can do. Yeah. And so... Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. So we're we're a perfect pair. I cannot, for the life of me, excite Matt for anything, because I don't think you're excitable. Generally, I am not an excitable person. I'm not prone to <laughs> excitement, <laughs> which sounds sad. I'm very excitable. Yeah, you're very excitable. 
and it gives you a lot of anxiety. Uh, sometimes, sometimes. It, again, it's good for me. It's good to have that exposure. It's good to have that the momentum. Like yeah. I'm like this. Like I'm something you're allergic to. And I just take like a just little a dose little. of it every day, and I get better and better at dealing with excitement. No, um, no. That's. I think we we moderate each other well. That's what you. Th- okay, that's interesting. Um, I try not to mo- like again. I don't moderate is like, not that everything needs moderation. We're just two sides of a coin there. Yeah. Would you rather have legs as long as your fingers or have fingers as long as your legs? (laughs) So do you want no legs or crazy hands? (laughs) I'm going no legs. Mm, Yeah. I think that's the only answer. Oh. Oh, come on. Fingers like, as long as your legs. Like, how are you even carrying those around? Like, well, I think they, I, I, let's assume they support themselves just fine. They're functionally as strong. the way that you could, like, throw yourself around if you, like, <laughs> you have feet on them? No, I, <laughs> no, they're fingers. They don't have feet on them. Oh, it's not legs as fingers. It's just the no, size of legs. Fingers as long as your legs. Oh my god! So they're just as long. They're, they're just skinny. creepy. Yeah. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> it's very scary. Yeah, I'm just no. trying to think it out and make sure I'm not making a. But I think you're right. I think it's better to just have teeny oh. tiny legs. <laughs> I hate the idea of. Just then you find the smartest lo- person to build you some robot legs that your teeny although, tiny legs can although, control. If my fingers are that long, can I just have them surgically? Like oh, you chop them down. down. No, I think for the and, purpose of the question, they grow back. And <laughs> they have to be that way. They regenerate. Yeah. Um, oh, I was gonna like. Do they have lots of knuckles? Like, how does that? I work? think it's just like the same number of knuckles, but like like crazy. eighteen inches between them. Long. Yeah. Oh, oh, I hate that. It I'm does gonna, seem like something out of like a horror movie. I'm have nightmares about that one. Yeah. For sure. Again, I think you build robot legs to go on your teeny tiny legs that your robot, like your little legs control. I agree. Yeah. Would you rather wake up in the morning looking like a giraffe or a kangaroo? Kangaroo. Yeah, same. Buff. Yeah. Kangaroos are swole. They are swole. (laughs) That's your whole goal, just being swole. Yeah, jacked. Uh, Giraffes, like... My neck being that long really gives me. I mean, some we saw stressors. how you thought about the fingers. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think the neck's any better for you. Yeah, I don't. That's not for me. Okay, would you rather walk in on your parents making out or have them walking walk in on you having sex? I'd rather walk in on my parents making out for yeah, sure. That's a disproportionate response. I'd also i I'd, I'd rather walk in on my parents. Period. Rather than have somebody walk in on me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every day, I'd rather be the one. Yeah. Like. I'm, I'm every with you there. time, every time. Yeah, yeah. It again, disproportionate. Yeah, that's like not even comparable to me. My parents making out doesn't really gross me out. Not that like I want to be around, but like yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be there. But you can also just leave, right? And never talk about it, right? Yeah, I agree. Okay, would you rather have a foot-long nose or a foot-long tongue? Nose. Tongue. Stays in your mouth. You think you can fit a foot-long tongue in your mouth? I think you'd figure it out. I absolutely do not think (laughs) you're putting that in your mouth. It would just always hang out. You'd have to, like, (laughs) like keep it uh, moist. You look like like Goofy? Yeah. All the time. There's no way that's better than your nose. Like, think about it. There's no, but no, you could not fit that in your mouth. You roll it up. No. You roll it up and you breathe through your nose. It's that easy. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah, it's tongue. Why nose? Because the long tongue makes me already. I I already (laughs) feel like I'm choking just thinking about it. Do you not feel like you're choking? No, I would be like uh, Venom from Spider Man. Oh. Yeah, no, that's a that's a no for me. What, the, the nose is bad too. Don't get me wrong; they're both. You're gonna bad. break that thing so many times. I've never. Uh, you're gonna walk into. You, you haven't, but if it's a foot long, <laughs> you turn around. You just break that thing on a door frame. I'd get used to it. I adjust. You might, but I bet you break it a bunch of times before you Can get you there. Can you imagine, like, is how many records I'm gonna break? Like, as a baby, is it a no, foot long? No, because your nose is always growing. 
Okay. <laughs> Why does that change it? Because, like, do you think that our baby's noses are as big as they're going to get? No, but so, are they starting in a foot? I don't think, because then by the time you're, like, 60, it's, like, three feet. No. <laughs> Again, this is a little bit hypothetical here. A little bit? Yeah, slightly hypothetical. Okay. So just, you think it's proportionate to what a foot-long nose is as a baby? Yeah. Which is still very long. Yes. I mean, we're talking about four inches? Yeah. That's a no, no. Okay. You're never going to wear a helmet. what about your baby who's choking on their tongue? <laughs> <laughs> They're not choking on it. It's hanging out. Yeah. They're like a crazy dog. Then, then you have to like keep it, keep something on it because I feel like it would just like dry out. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions. You're worried about it drying out? Yes. Well, I think a foot long nose might dry out too. It's Where are the nostrils? In, are the nostrils like, a foot long? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I haven't. Or are they just two little holes way out on the end? Or are they back here and it's just cartilage? Oh, yeah. It might, I think that makes the most sense. I think your nostrils are still right here and you just have a cartilage appendage that's a foot long off the front. Oh, that freaks me out a little bit. It's kind of it, like a it, bird. It just got beak. weirder for me. I don't like that at it's all. It's been weird the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but it got weirder. Again. You started really making of, me think about it. Outside of Pinocchio, we don't have a lot of illustrations of people with a foot long nose. The tongue thing really freaks me out, though. You seem concerned about tongues. Yeah. You could split it. You could have like a snake tongue, like a huge just, one. Choking really stresses me out. The tongue could be a whole gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. So could the nose. It's more of a freak show but thing, I, guess I think. The, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Okay, all you right. You could be like Snake Man with mm, the tongue. Okay, which is also a freak show thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Again, I still think you can roll it up. Would you rather eat a small can of dog food or six overripe bananas? <laughs> bananas. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to eat dog food. All day, every day. The canned dog food? Oh, that's the gross I'll stuff. I'll make myself some banana bread mm, right oh, here. Oh, that's a loophole right, right there. there. Like, I think they mean you're supposed to eat the mush. I could do that too. Yeah, I'd rather do that. I mean, again, a can of dog food. Overripe bananas are good. Smells. Like oh. they're, you know, as long as they're not rotten, but it doesn't say rotten, it just says overripe. Yeah, overripe. I could do that. But I think it means like the brown, brown, like yeah, mush. I could do that. Got it. Over a can of dog food? Yes, canned dog food's nasty. Would you rather have a head too big for your body or a high-pitched baby voice? So would you rather have baby proportions or a baby voice? Mm-hmm. I'm going voice. I think it's got to be baby voice. Yeah, because I cannot talk, but like people are going to see me. You're just quiet? You know? Yeah. Stoic? Yeah. Then when you talk, you know, a little baby voice. Yep. That was a terrible baby voice. That was really bad. What? Uh, what's a baby voice? I don't know. Can you do a baby voice? No, absolutely not. Uh, I can't. Yeah. I'm a little boy. Yeah, something like that. Is that, yeah. Except for I would imagine it would, like, uh, project more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a hard time <laughs> projecting a baby voice. Would you rather bleach your hair neon green for the rest of your life or only have one eyebrow? Yeah, neon green. Really? One eyebrow? That's going to look wonky. Do you think you shave the other one? And you go neon, symmetrical? neon green isn't going to be... I think it becomes your look. Okay. I mean, you got a foot-long tongue. You got neon green hair. You're uh You're pretty much a lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're like the front man for a, like a punk uh, metal band. But you can only play the bass because your tongue gets in the way of singing? No, no. You can say, why is it in the way of singing? I just, the tongue thing's really stressing me out. Okay. How do you pronounce your T's? <laughs> you just sing things that don't have T's. <laughs> uh, like, try and try and say something with your tongue out of your mouth. Uh, yeah, see, okay. that's how you would sound all the know, time. I don't know, wouldn't your middle of your tongue be, like, punctuating your thing? I think you'd figure it out. I don't know if you would figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> This is how you might talk. Yeah. You know, maybe that's like, a problem. I, that's why I've been going nose and you're really arguing with well, me. you but didn't I remind just... me of the speech impediment. Okay. The tongue's really, that one, I'm, I'm going to have nightmares about that one. The tongue's a little wild. That one's going to give me nightmares, undoubtedly. <laughs> uh, okay. Would you rather brush your teeth with hot sauce or with ranch dressing? 
Mm. I think the hot sauce is going to get it cleaner. I, I, hot sauce, I guess. But it might do more damage. I don't like that. Are we having to live with the, the conditions that it creates? Yeah. Because I think, I think hot sauce might really like do a number on your gums. Yeah. You might get used to it, but I think it, which one's going to be worse for you? They're both bad. They are bad, but let's really think it out here. I mean, ranch. I don't like ranch dressing that much. Like, I I like Uh it, and I like it in circumstances, but I'm not like a... You're not a ranch every day, twice a day in your teeth, girl. No. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. Wait, I have to do it forever with one or the other? Isn't that the point? Probably. Oh, it made it worse. Well, check the question again. Well, no, it just said, would you rather brush your teeth with... Um, and maybe just let's say once then, I guess yeah. I was imagining forever. And I was right. like, what are the long-term implications <laughs> of using hot sauce on if your gums? Once, I, I go, I lean hot sauce. Hot sauce for sure. Yeah. But if it's forever. If for no other reason, then there's like I feel like they both really hurt your teeth in the long run. Yes. That's what I was trying to figure out is like, what's doing the most damage here? Now, again, that's what I was saying. I think hot sauce will get them like bacterially clean. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's got vinegar okay. and peppers and stuff that's going to make bacteria not so happy. Ranch isn't going to do any of that. Yeah. And so you're going to get the little go, pieces from ranch Yeah, you're going to go, I, I mean, I'm going to go hot sauce. Hot sauce for once. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even for a That was our term. last one. I think the hardest of those was the nose versus tongue. Yes. Yeah. I think so, so. I'm curious what everybody's feedback is going to be on that. Uh, we have Greg's Reads of the Week, though, before yeah. we um, start wrapping up. Uh, and do you have a word of the week? Uh, I'll get one. Okay. So Greg's Reads of the Week. Greg is my dad. My dad, Gregory, loves to send us articles. He reads lots of news. And he's just constantly shooting us titles, letting us know what's going on in the world. And we like to rate those articles on a scale of one to five of how much anxiety the headline gives us when it comes through the text thread. Uh, So article number one this week, Lincoln man allegedly commits a crime spree in a skid loader. (laughs) In a skid loader. Uh Uh, I mean, it it doesn't give me a lot of anxiety. I am curious though. It's a good hook. I'm going to say like a two out of five because like crime spree does spike my adrenaline just ever so slightly. Okay. But not living in Lincoln does... mitigate your fear of the crime spree in yes overall Mm -hmm. uh yeah i don't i don't know about that it did sound pretty crazy i you know yeah i mean i guess it's a it seems like a vehicle you could definitely commit a crime spree in for sure okay article number two how some automakers are still pushing ahead for a hydrogen powered future no anxiety um Hydrogen's a little tricky. Two out of five again. Maybe even, I'm going to go three out of five. Three out of five. Because I don't know if that's good or bad. Mm -hmm. And then I get kind of panicked about not knowing what I don't know. Yeah. Storing hydrogen is very difficult. Gotcha. Because it's so small that it will diffuse through most materials. Okay. Like it'll just work its way out. I think you can trap it in like. Does it like explode or something? It's also explosive, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now it's like a five out of five. Oh, okay. Why are we pushing for a hydrogen-powered future if it explodes that easily? Uh, they don't pollute. I think they only create water as a byproduct. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I think the, the Hindenburg, I think, was hydrogen. The big, the big, do you know what that is? Nope. It's the big balloon that caught on fire, like 1910 or something. No, I absolutely don't know about that. Really? No. That's shocking to me. Really? Is okay. it? <laughs> yes. Is it actually shocking? Yeah, it is. Well, okay. <laughs> like, okay, I mean, of all the of, people that not know what it is, it's not surprising that you don't know, but I feel like it's well known. What? What's it called? The Hindenburg? I don't think I've ever heard oh about that goodness. in my life. We gotta, was I'm it gonna, a, like a hot air balloon or was it like a blimp? It was a Zeppelin, yeah, like a blimp. Okay. Blimps, the the whole idea of blimps really kind of stressed me out as well. Well, this is probably why, because, I mean, have you seen a, a picture of this burning blimp? I don't think that I've was ever Hindenburg. seen that. No. Were okay. there a lot of people on board? It was in 1937. That was later than I thought. Okay. 
where there are a lot of people. I don't know if they carried a lot of people. Did everybody die? 36 fat- fatalities. Oh, wow. That's a lot of people. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's more than I thought. How many people were on it? 36? Do you think it killed everybody on board? Well, there's a real disparity. Did it kill somebody on the ground? Like when it came down, that makes sense. Like that's a big thing coming, crashing to the ground. Because there's 36 total fatalities. Uh huh. Fatalities, 35 total later. 13 passengers, 22 crew. Later in the, like in, in this Wikipedia, in the accident, it says total fatalities, 36. Oh, ground, yep. One ground casualty. I missed. I didn't, I scrolled just far enough to get to here. And then it said 35 and 36. So it did kill everybody on the, no. Oh, no, it didn't. Mm-mm. It says 61 crew and 31 36, 36 passengers. passengers. So oh, wow. 23 passengers, two-thirds of the passengers survived, um, and two-thirds of the crew. Wow. Two-thirds of the people survived. Wow. That's really crazy. That's shocking. I'm going to have to do some Googling on that later. If you look, if you look at pictures of it, it is like a giant fireball. Yeah, that sounds horrific. In the air. I've never heard about that. And I'm going to go ahead and say that that uh, go ahead and pushes my automakers are still pushing ahead for a hydrogen powered future anxiety to a five out of five. I think there's a lot more safety involved in current hydrogen vehicles, but there are concerns around how you store hydrogen. And if you get in a wreck, what happens? And that is the thing, though, about honestly, most things is I feel like right now I'm being that person that freaks out because she just doesn't understand stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to leave it to the professionals. Yeah. Um, okay. Last article is exciting new cancer drug kinder than chemotherapy. Exciting new cancer drug is kinder than chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. That doesn't give me anxiety. No. I find the word kinder to be a little odd. Yeah. I, uh, like it's just nicer. I'm going to say zero out of five on that one. One out of five. Okay. It doesn't give me any anxiety. Yeah. I'm just like happy for him. Yeah, I mean everybody's happier. It's a nicer, nicer treatment. We like nicer cancer treatments. Yeah, it's okay. all about word of the week. Word of the week. Well done. Thank you for the you intro. Take a word. You teach me the definition, then I never use it in real life. Unless it's a Kimbo. Yeah. You familiar with the word whinge? Whinge. Whinge. Oh, I like this one. Yeah. No. W h i n g e. Oh, can I look at it? It's a verb. Yeah. Whinge. Okay. Like uh, W hinge. W <laughs> whinge. W hinge. Well, that's how you whinge. spell it. That's what Yes, that's how it's spelled. Okay. Yes. Hinge with a W on the front. Hinge with a W. It's a verb, especially in British English, meant to complain fretfully. Fretfully is a little bit of an odd adjective. But she just couldn't stop whinging. Whinging. Yeah. Just complaining. Whining. I just whinged about it. It's kind of a, it's like complaining, whining. Yeah. I don't hate that one. No. Whinging. I just can't stop whinging about that. Yeah. It is much more commonly used in British English. I, I like that. Yeah. But is it going to be weird if I use it? You're going to just sound uh, like you traveled abroad. I don't think that that's true at all. No, I don't think it's going to roll off the tongue very smoothly. No, I, I, <laughs> I think you're trying to set me up to sound stupid. No. Do we have any emails? Uh, I think we do have... I, let me check. We have. I think there was an email. Email, email. We did a lot of them very recently, so let's. Uh, all right. Fighting in front of family emails. I know Joe's parents live with you part time, and that the living spaces are fairly separated. Is there ever a time you two disagree or have a small argument in front of family? I currently have my future mother-in-law and brother-in-law living with me, my fiance and our two kids. We will have small disagreements or short-tempered arguments with each other, like any couple, but so hard to navigate that with an audience. When we discuss it later, we always resolve and talk it out, but I just think that, oh, his mom heard us fighting. I look like the bad person. How do you two navigate disagreements with family present? Stemming from this, how would you... Oh, here, we'll do this uh, second part after we talk about that. Okay, so first part... Uh, I try my best not to argue in front of other people. Yeah. I think JC's the only one that we like openly argue in front I've of. I've really gotten Who is my best it. friend who I, she is so deeply like ingrained into my life and our relationship. I feel like she just, she hears about everything anyway and <laughs> she loves both of us so much. Yeah. She's the friend that I don't 
You know, like I'm very, I'm a very big advocate for the rule, like don't speak poorly of your spouse to anybody. Yeah. Um, and so I don't, but JC's like my safe, not that I'm like talking no, smack I about you. I don't again, mean that. I don't think it's a bunch of negative. Like I'm not taking it that way. But if something happens, like she's the person I call and talk to. If you and have I, negative feelings towards me, you'll communicate them to her. Right. And she'll understand and you guys have so much a, in common. Like, yeah. Usually she's like, well, that's exactly what I would have done. And I'm like, yeah. gosh, dang it. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple times we basically just made a referee yeah. an argument. Yeah. Not super serious, but. Um, normally it's silly stuff. Yeah. But she's probably the only person that I like purposefully, not purposefully <laughs> argue, but like that I don't stop myself. Like I don't actively yeah. think about it. All that to say, we haven't really argued in front of my parents much. We've had like a. But not really. I feel like Exchanges, when my parents are around. I think very similar to this question. Like we might resolve something later. I can definitely think of uh, a blaringly obvious time that Matt and I were not getting along in front of your parents. Yes. Yeah. There's a couple of those. Still and haven't done a lot of arguments in front of. Yeah. I made a sassy remark though. <laughs> and uh, Matt's mom was very not happy with me and it was an elevated time for everybody everybody was elevated i made a sassy remark it was not uh it wasn't from my i was gonna burn the house down i was worried you were gonna burn the house down i was you were caught off guard and you weren't it's not like matt it's not like i was blowing that out of proportion like if the wind would have blown the (laughs) wrong way matt really could have burned the house down and uh so it was obviously an elevated moment Uh uh-huh and you and I like made we up. We laughed it off. Ba- yeah, really. like we were. It was not a. Like, I wasn't there for you to make the comment, right? And it wasn't directly from my perspective and how our relationship dynamic mm-hmm. is. It was not directly offensive to you. Like it was not criticizing something that you are sensitive about or something that. Does that make sense? Yeah, people have listened to this podcast. I think they're familiar with. Yeah, uh, and what so we're like I made a quick quip, and you and I were good. Yeah, like within. A few minutes. Uh, one, I didn't hear it. And two, I would have been like, fair. Yeah. 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 And so I think that it's just, I'm having to get v- over the fear of being disliked or judged because like I deserve the space and the grace from the people around me to be elevated at times and to be frustrated at times. Especially in your own home. Especially in my own home. Um, especially like within my personal day-to-day living. And, and especially when your husband is playing with fire. <laughs> but I, I try really hard. Like the thing for me is if we're ever disagreeing, uh, the biggest rule is to still be respectful of each other. Yeah. Within yeah. the bounds of like expectation that we have for one another. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you yeah, say? I'd agree with that. There's been plenty of times where it's been sidebarred till later. Yeah. So we're on the same page with you there. Now. Second part of the email. Stemming from this, how would you set more strict boundaries with a teenage boy living in your home part-time? He lives with his dad every other week and then with his mom, us for the meantime. He will try to insert himself into our fights when we are parenting our toddler, telling them to stop crying and being a baby or say that he will give them spankings, which I would never do. That's just how he was raised. Love following you guys. have been following Joe for a long time. Okay, wait. Is it a step sibling or a like half sibling or a full sibling younger? Like I'm trying to understand who's the teenager. Yeah. I'm having a hard time understanding where this teenager is coming from. It's um let me reread this. I'm reading through it. Brother-in-law. Okay. okay. So it's it's a uncle to kiddo to their okay. toddler. Got it. That makes um, sense. I think that's what I'm understanding. That's hard. Yeah. I think I would have really upfront conversation about it of just like, yeah, no, we are not going to tell anybody that we're spanking anybody. And if we hear that again, that we're we're going to spank you. (laughs) Shut (laughs) up. No, uh, we do a lot of boundaries of just like, we're going to remove ourselves from the space. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you don't want to try and overstep and act as a parent in that capacity. But when it comes to your kids, you're the decider. And so it's very much got to be communicated. Hey, this is the line. If the behavior is not what you expect or not what you like, and you're a witness to that, here's the thing that we do. Mm -hmm. And if that's not enough, 
get somebody else to handle it. Also, it sounds like everybody's in close, close quarters. quarters. So, um, yeah, I think they're just going to have to, they're, they're becoming an adult. They need to understand there have been times the, in our house that family members don't understand how we parent. Um, yeah. And have done things that don't align with what we're trying to do. And we've just had really frank, very um, clear conversations of like, yeah, we're not talking about that that way to them. And here are some ways that you can talk to them and here are some solutions that you can try. And if those don't work or if you don't want to participate in those, then you can come to us. But the way you handled it's not going to work. Yeah. I think you just have to really lay out that you're not the parent. And just because you're here does not mean that you are responsible or that's worked well for us. But yeah, I mean, it's just, there's so much nuance there. Yeah. That it, it so much depends on the demeanor of who you're dealing with. And especially at that age, that can be a lot of different things. Yeah. I don't know. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. One more email. Hi friends. I don't recall if I've messaged Joe about this on IG or not. I message her often, so it could be, could not be. But I have a question. To start with some context, recently, as in two weeks ago, I was let go from my first ever corporate job. This is my first job out of college, my first one where I got to sort of use my degree. I've been so fortunate that I've been had an abundance of calls and interviews about jobs I've applied for, but I wanted to know, how do I go about not freaking out about losing your first ever big person slash adult job? Because the first thing that came to my mind when I got fired was that my entire career slash life was ruined and I'd be working fast food for the rest of my life, which is not beneath me, but obviously not what I had in the cards for myself. At this point, I'm asking more so for others like myself who may go through this in the future, because while it isn't ideal, it does happen. What do you think? Happens all the time. Yeah. Like I've changed my, the course of my job so many times and people don't remember your failures as much as they remember your successes. Like you hold on to the things you failed at, but mm-hmm. other people look at what you've succeeded at, I would say, more than anything. Yeah. Like, I feel like people succeed loudly and fail softly. Um, mm-hmm. And Whereas when you look through your own eyes, obviously you're much more inclined to hold on to your shortcomings or where you have dropped the ball. And I just, no one else is looking at you that way. So generally speaking, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, outside of, it sounds like it wasn't, you weren't, let go for misconduct or some egregious behavior on your part. A little bit different if that's the case, but it's almost always not about you. It's about issues with the company as a whole and you're not responsible for that or it's economic, you know, issues. Even if it is based on your behavior, like all you can do is move forward and that stuff doesn't define you, define you. Um, and there are so many jobs out there, so many paths out there. I mean, speak to most people that are in their 60s, 70s. Very few have done the same exact thing their entire lives. They're a handful. Yeah. Uh, and it's becoming even more common now to try a lot of different things, work a lot of different jobs. Uh, and that can be you. And at the end of the day, very few people are going to ask when you say, oh, I used to do this and now I do this. People are going to be like, oh, were you fired or did you leave on purpose or did, were you let go? What an uncomfortable question if you are asking that. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of like that thing of like being breastfed or formula fed. Sure. It's something people really, really latch on to when kids are little. And I think that this is very similar. It's like mm-hmm. right now it's so relevant and in your life right now. But nobody's ever going to ask you that question. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think it's okay to, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine to be bummed about it, but for sure, it sounds like you have other prospects and, um, yeah, it, it doesn't define you. And so it's really, really about moving on. I, I, I can't think of most of the people that you talk to that even in their thirties and forties are like, uh, you know, I used to do this for a period of time and now I'm here. We have friends, like I, I can think of a couple friends who I know have been fired from like three or four jobs now. <laughs> um, and it was them. Like yeah. I, it's not even like a company issue. Like it was them uh-huh. and they're uh, not doing a great job at their corporate job and being intentionally let go. And they found a different career now and are absolutely killing yeah. it and are phenomenal in that position. Like sometimes things just aren't good fits and you can just think of it as a like next steps to... Yeah. What your path is going to be. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just, the idea of failing at life, I just don't think that exists. I think the only way that exists is if you allow yourself to be unhappy for extended periods of time. Yeah. I really do think that that's, just, for quit. me, that's my personal definition of succeeding versus not, is I really just want to live a happy, fulfilled life. And I think you can do that working at the fast food restaurant. I think you can experience that working corporate um, if your needs are met. Yeah. And so the idea that that success needs to look a certain way is just, I think, a construct that... Yeah, if you've got a way to to fulfill your needs, fulfillment's not outside of you. Yeah, I agree. So it's inside. Everything's on the inside. That's just the reality of it. I know. Well, but... We'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. Uh, follow us on the Instagram, on wherever you listen. Live us words. <laughs> I was trying to say give us or leave us. Leave us a review or a little rating and DM us, email us, uh, leave us a voicemail. We love you guys. Give us your voicemails. Give us your emails. Yeah. Give them all. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.